0: I know we've discussed this before, but now the message of participation and winning not being everything is coming out loud and strong from New Zealand's major sporting organisations. Sport New Zealand, together with New Zealand Cricket, Netball New Zealand, New Zealand Football, Rugby and Hockey have launched a public, public awareness campaign this very morning to highlight the importance of sport being part of kids' lives rather than sport being their life. Now, this has been brewing for quite some time. It was exactly this time last year that North Harbour Rugby announced it was axing its junior rep rugby programme, and you may remember the stir that that caused at the time. We had talkback lines running red hot on that, with with many people again the idea. But, you know, you're basically trying to push against the tide because all of New Zealand's major sporting codes have signed up to the message that participation is the most important. New Zealand Football has announced its intention to phase out its traditional Federation Talent Centre programme. Netball New Zealand has most of its netball centres implementing a Year 7 and 8 player development programme. That will replace the traditional rep structure, and rugby has made changes at both a provincial and national level, including the introduction of non-contact forms of rugby into older age groups, and that's teenagers too, with a focus on teenagers, and tenor-side rugby for under-11s. The message from Sport New Zealand is that kids should be having fun, and that they should be playing multiple sports that they enjoy, rather than focusing in and honing their skills on one particular code. As I mentioned, the six-week campaign begins today. This was after a year of consultation and what have you, with a series of ads highlighting how thinking around youth sport needs to change, with the message being targeted at parents, coaches and administrators. And that's probably where the problem with kids' participation in sport does lie. When you look at the appalling antics of some parents on the sidelines of kids' sport, and that's only what you can see in public, Who knows what goes on behind closed doors? These are parents who are desperate for their kids to succeed where they did not. They see in their children a a fulfilment of an ambition that they held, that they couldn't achieve, that they couldn't realise, so all of their energy and all of their focus goes on the child. Quite often it comes from a good place, you know. I just want them to be the best that they can be. I didn't take my chances. I didn't pursue it strongly enough. I could have been a contender. And so all of that focus goes on the child. And the child goes, you know what? This is really lame and boring. And I'm not having fun. And I'm going to disappoint my parents, so I might as well drop out now. So probably that is where the message should be directed at the parents to let them know that actually sport should be about fun, and they are probably the ones who need convincing. Exercise and participation, playing in team sports, is also really important when you consider the impact smart devices are having on our kids. I referenced an article from The Atlantic uh, last week about the high rates of depression, loneliness uh, in the United States, And when you look at the graphs, the introduction of the smartphone and then later the iPad shows this incredible drop in the number of kids participating in premarital sex, so probably a good thing. A drop in the uh, number of children being diagnosed or young people being diagnosed with STIs. A drop, a sharp drop in the number of kids wanting to get their driver's licenses and actually getting their drivers licences because they don't need to. If they want to meet up with their friends, they can do so on their smart devices. They don't need to drive anywhere. In the olden days, like 30 years ago, you had to get your licence to be able to meet up with your friends. You didn't want your parents driving you there. Too tragic. So, to meet up with each other, you had to be able to drive. Now, you can just sit in your room and you can hook up with your friends. So some goods come out of it. Correspondingly, though, and in the United States, teens are killing themselves more than they are killing each other for the first time since the early 90s, which is just an awful statistic on both sides. And according to uh, Monitoring the Future Survey, which has been surveying American teens since 1975, it asks teens how happy they are, and this is what they've been doing since 75, how much of their leisure time Or leisure time they spend on various activities and that includes in-person social interaction and exercise. In recent years it also has included screen activities such as using social media, texting, browsing the web and the report says the results could not be clearer. Teens who spend more time than average on screen activities are more likely to be unhappy Those who spend more time than average on non-screen activities like hanging out with their friends in person and exercise are more likely to be happy. Now it's not causal, you can't say looking at, at your screen causes depression and unhappiness. But it is really, really clear that if you spend more time with real people in real life, if you spend more time getting your kicks out of the natural highs that come from exercise you're going to have a happier, healthier life. And isn't that the message we want to give our kids?